With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello! And welcome into another episode of Farm to Fame. I am Kelsey Wingert. Peter Moylan holding the bat upside down. Maddie Mass in a very sleek looking room today. Or maybe it's just the shadows. I don't know. Looks like he's in prison. Prison. It's the nicest prison you've ever seen. Oh, who's your bat Uh Jason Worth. I think I've, I've talked about a ball that Jason Worth gave me, but he wrote the same thing on a bat. Mm. But he was awesome. He was such a cool dude. He just said, bit late now, but throw the shit over the top. Congrats on a storybook career. Story <laughs> I'm talking about a cool dude, Jason Worth. And he's got number 28 on the back of there. 28. 28. By the way, before we get even started on anything, in case you haven't checked social media or you've been somewhere other than this planet, Kelsey Wingett got engaged. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I did get engaged. I keep trying to show you all the ring, but it won't won't focus. It's beautiful. It it's is beautiful. It is stunning, Casey. Uh, Casey did a wonderful job. He, yeah, and my like my parents are in town. Uh, like y'all will. This is the least prepared. I'm speaking to you guys, Peter and Maddie, but also the viewers. This is the least prepared I've ever been for an episode. I have had a crazy weekend. We got engaged on Saturday. My parents surprised me and were in town. My best friends from college flew in and surprised me were in town. I mean, like anywhere you look in my apartment, there's um, balloons like hanging wow. everywhere. So my apartment's like a mess. Um, Let me ask you a question. Are you going to be one of those like high maintenance women that become one? Now it's like this podcast now becomes like fifth string to everything that is involved with the wedding. No, because this is my baseball release. This is my baseball release. Um, So no. Just let the people know, everybody who's tuning in, she's still with us, guys. (laughs) She's still with us. Yes, duh. But yeah, Casey had so many sweet details. It was in, we're we're from Atlanta. I mean, we're not, I live, we both live in Atlanta. He's from Atlanta. I'm not. But we love this city a ton. (laughs) Casey Lynch is from Atlanta originally. He's from Ackworth. So he's from this area. I am not but we both live in Atlanta and Correct. we both love Atlanta and Correct. he did it in Piedmont park, which if you're from Atlanta, Ooh. that's at the heart of the city. It's, it's a Atlanta staple here. So it was really, really, really sweet. And then how, had all my friends, the ring, like I mentioned is stunning. We even used a Atlanta based company, Solomon brothers. They were like phenomenal to work with family owned small Atlanta company, which we loved. So they helped him with the ring. The families helped him with the engagement party. And it was Absolutely amazing. Yay! Good for you. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Can't wait for my invitation to arrive. Yeah, I need to start. I need to start uh, figuring. How quickly are you going to turn this thing around and get married? Is it like a couple weeks engagement thing? (laughs) No, it'll be next summer. So it'll probably like early June. 
next summer. Yep. I'm probably going to be here. I mean, yeah, for well, you're going to, and you're going to have to request off. I got Maddie. What? ATO. Okay. I don't want to be best man, but if, if Casey hasn't got anyone, then Listen, um, I'll be here for him. Okay. He would love that. You know, we're still just trying to first dine y'all take you on a date. But one last question. Okay. Okay. Cause we have to talk about baseball at some stage baseball. today, but I could talk about your engagement the whole time. Um, do you want me to sing at your wedding? Please. Okay. Didn't even, didn't even think of that. That's my wedding gift to you. That's Phenomenal. my gift to you. I will Phenomenal. sing. I may have my wife sing, but <laughs> what about I will have duet? somebody sing. Duet. My endless love. Mandy's actually a great singer. She sang the national anthem at a Braves game. Did you hear that? Your voice of an angel. That's why <clears throat> I you. also want you to have a solo. I, I would like for you guys to duet, but also have moments um, oh, where we're it's solo. Do it. Mm. So, uh, yeah, it was it. It was an amazing weekend. I keep keep looking. At, I'm like one of those people now where I'm just like, oh, yeah, me shiny. too. I'm so happy that I don't even wear a wedding ring anymore. <sighs> Shall we get to the opener, Kels? Yes. That was our opener, by the way, but. Well, opener. our baseball opener, which right. is why we are here, why we have gathered here today, Chris Davis. Maddie Mass was very excited about Chris Davis like two weeks ago. He was yep. pumped about him. And he has good reason to be because uh, he's had a super freaking good week for Maddie's sake, hopefully going to see him by the end of the season. Do you want me to run this down for you? Do you want me to run you down? Let you know how we got here? Let us let us know. Okay. This might be the best week he's had, by the way, as a minor league baseball player ever. Actually, as a baseball player ever. Hmm. Before getting into the week, hmm. let's remember how we got here. He's the famous guy for, first of all, hitting 247 four years in a row. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Okay. He also hit 40 homers from 2016 to 18. And he led with 48 in 2018, the American League. Was it all the Major League Baseball, maybe? I think it was the whole thing. He was effectively one of the most consistent power hitters. Every year, you knew exactly what you were going to get. Literally, you knew exactly what you were going to get. It was crazy. Okay? Okay. Uh, In 2020, he hit 200 with two home runs, was traded to the Rangers for Elvis Andrews. Okay? Started the season on the IL, activated May 8th, and then designated June 8th after hitting 157. He was released on June 13th. Tough, tough, tough. August 4th, signs with Oakland. Talk about the sweetest homecoming ever. Now he's playing in the AAA in Vegas. August 22nd to 28th, he hit six straight games, including one multi-homer day. So seven home runs in six days. Love that for him. August 16th, since August, August 16th, he's hit nine home runs with 22 RBIs in 10 games. He was already hitting 289 in AAA. He's raised that to 351 before Sunday. And at one point... Hold on. 1.351 OPS in AAA. Is he going to be a September call-up? Now, before you answer the question, let me just ask, mention one thing. Mention. This year, mm. there is only two September call-ups allowed per team. Two people? Two people. Oh, because the roster's only expanded to 28, right? Most people are going to bring up a third catcher if they don't have one on the roster already and probably another pitcher if they need relief help. So it's going to be tough sledding for position players to get called up in September now. 
I didn't even remember that. We are not doing 40 man rosters anymore in September. Wow. Do you like that? I like that there's a 26th man during the year. Yeah. But I'm not sure. I think just a, I think maybe one more. So you could get a position player up there as well. Like, because yeah. a lot of position players that play in the minor league deserve to get called up as well. And I feel like you have to have a third catcher. Well, you don't have to have a third catcher. I guess you don't. The reason why you have a third catcher was because that's what tradition was. Like you'd have him sit yeah. out in the bullpen and he'd catch bullpens and he'd get a couple of bats in the blowout game. Maybe he'll start one game if you're out of it. Maybe he'll start one game if you're thinking about having him on the playoff roster. Like there's so many scenarios that happen in September or used to happen in September. But the bullshit part was every single time it was like you'd get seven relievers. So mm-hmm. every time a guy would come in, it'd be left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right. And there's... They've obviously changed that now with the three batter minimum. So I feel like at least maybe one, maybe two more guys would make it a little bit more even as far as I'm concerned. That would, four total would be awesome. 30 guys would be, and maybe that's what they're going to negotiate in this CBA, who knows? Yeah, I just like anyway completely forgot about that. Man, yeah. that sucks. So these guys like Chris Davis who might be on this crazy, crazy hot streak, like, May not even get rewarded, but maybe get another chance next year, but probably has to prove himself again in spring training. So, you know, who knows? Also, can I just get your quick opinion on the Mets situation with the thumbs down and Javi Baez and... I have not... Okay. Like, do you think fans should boo? Um, So listen, okay. I have not read anybody's comments about this. I, all I know is about what I saw a little bit on Twitter today while I was playing in this golf tournament, which was they're getting crushed because they came out and said, well, if the fans are going to boo us when we do bad, then we're going to boo them when we do good. Yeah, It makes no it. fucking sense to me. Like, it makes no sense. It, you're getting booed because you guys are underperforming and the whole world knows that you're underperforming. It's not about game, one game you score 10 runs, you think you can just boo your own fans because you've had a shit month and they, they're disappointed. Yeah. You guys were favourites. You guys should be way better than what you are. Like, you guys were already good. You went out and got Lindor and Baez and, well, like, it's – I don't get it. Everybody's dealing with injuries. Everybody's been dealing with, you know, a tough year. But I don't see how that is a way out. Like, that's – yeah. You should be wanting to get them on your side because a, a good New York, supportive New York, is there's no better fan base. I've felt I've been in games when the when the Mets were good, back in the David Wright days, like I 06 and Shea, and even when they first started opening up City Field, like I remember when the Mets were really good and it was fun. Yeah, Delgado and all these guys. And Andy Chavez, like you got me excited earlier. I mean, some of those players, it's just like to think about David Wright taking. Like, I mean, some of those games is just. I pictured it Moises Alou, Delgado, Moises Alou, back to back. David Wright, Sean Green, Jose Reyes. Yeah, fun. Like, come on now. The conclusion that they kind of came to on. Talking baseball and on baseball today, which is um, the Rose Rotation IG live every morning, was basically that Baez should never have worded it that way. Like, if they're going to use the fans booing them as like fuel and motivation to like get their guys like fired up and be like, it's us against the world, then like keep that in the clubhouse, but don't come out and say fans need to be better. 
has anybody mentioned the fact that it may have been English is not his first language? No. And it may have been lost in translation for what he was actually trying to say or trying to get across. I haven't heard anybody make that point. I just hope that it's not been misconstrued. And I don't, has he has there been like a statement released afterwards or anything? Or Yeah, the Mets came out, the Mets ownership came out and put out a press release and sided with the fans and said, we won't tolerate this. Our players will not, we will oh. handle this with our players. The fans can express whatever they, the team ownership came out and put out that press release. Wait. Hey, Javier, what is the thumbs down celebration after a big hit mean? Just a bruise that we get, you know, we, like, we're not, we're not machines. We're going to struggle, you know, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to struggle seven times out of, out of 10. And, and, you know, it just, it just feels bad when, when, when we strike out, when I strike out and I get booed, you know, it doesn't really get to me, but like, I want, I want to let them know that when we success, we're going to do the same thing to, to know how, to, to let them know how, how it feels, you know, because if we win together, then we, we got to lose together, you know, and, and, and the fans are really big part of it. So I get what he's trying to say. Like, I guarantee you, if he was able to say that in Spanish, what he wanted to say, he would have gotten the point. across. He would have got the point across way better. Kudos for him doing the interview in English, first of all, because a lot of those guys will just grab a translator. Yeah. And I don't blame them. If I had to do an interview in another language, there's no chance on this planet that I would want to do that in my second language and try and say something that may end up being misconstrued. So props to him for even trying that. But I honestly don't think it's as bad as it's being made out to be. But you've got to support your players, man. Like that's, I get yeah. it, but... There's a middle ground that you can find with that. You don't have to side with anyone. Like this is, I don't understand why you got to pick a side. Like just yeah. defend the players and, and defend the fans. There's a way to do it when, anyway, let's move on. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. that that was all of the Mets stuff. It's been very interesting. But yeah. now let's get into our rookie of the year watch. Um, we want to start out with the NL. The National League guys, baby. Chaos. And the National League guys, though, are brought to you by Signing Day Sports. We have talked about them before on the show. Um, it's essentially a one-stop shop to maximize your recruiting to over 350 different colleges, all 30 professional sports teams. So you can create a custom profile with verified video metrics along with just giving you a chance to showcase high school students, college students who are looking, I mean, guys in indie ball, um, it's just a way to showcase your skills and your numbers and what you can do without having to get invited to these showcases or show up to these showcases and get connected with recruiters. There's an in-app direct communication, which is very, very important and makes it unique because if you're emailing these guys at these schools or with these organizations and it's just getting shoved in their normal inbox with Everyone else. all of their work stuff. This is direct communication. Um, so it's awesome. It's 100% free for all coaches, recruiters, and scouts to use. And it's the fastest growing searchable athlete database in the country, which is needed. So if any of that sounds interesting to you, you can sign up today using the link. It's going to be in our description, um, but make sure you use the code John boy, because that will give you 10% off. So check them out. Signing day sports code John boy for 10% off. So, okay. National league. I'm kind of interested in this one, Peter, because Jonathan India is is my guy, right? Like I've been on record saying that for a bit now. You have stated that quite clearly, yes. But he's like 
sliding right now. I mean, yeah. and, and he was kind of, in my mind, he had gotten to be a, almost a lock, even over Trevor Rogers for NL rookie of the year. Yeah. But in his last seven, he's hitting 182. He does have a home run. In his last 15, he's hitting 232 and he has three home runs. So he's not producing at the level that he was producing at when he got July rookie of the month. And I'm just curious how long in our minds he can not be doing what he did in July and still be our Your favorite. favorite. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's a lot of people's favorites. I mean, no, that's I agree like, with you. I absolutely agree with you. And it's like, I'm kind of shaken now. <laughs> well, let me ask you this question though. How much of this is based on, do you think he's not had a full season yet? Right? No. So he may be just getting tired. Cause he debuted April 1st of this year. He may just be getting tired. Yeah. You don't, you don't buy that, Maddie? I mean, he's still hitting 272 on the year, so it's not like his average is plummeting, but what were you about to say, Maddie? Maddie, come on. I don't know. I mean, uh, I think that... Hey, you do- also... Hold on, hold on. Before you, But you also support a team that has scheduled rest days for their guys, so why does the they-might-be-tired argument not sit well with you? Well, I mean, I just think it's more so like the ebb and flow that we've seen with the rest of the rookies. Adjustments being made and yeah. counter adjustments and being mm-hmm. pitched one way for a long time, being able to make the adjustment to that and then them changing the way they pitch him. Yeah. Here's the thing too, is that the book goes out, right? So once he gets, someone has a bit of success against him. Is he still getting on base at a good clip? Because that was the other thing is he was drawing walks too. Like he was an on-base machine. I didn't check that. Hmm. He has three walks in his last seven and nine strikeouts, four walks in his last 15 to 18 Ks. So, I mean, I, I'm not super worried about it, um, especially when you consider that last week they played the Brewers who have the best pitching staff. So do they ever, if you're ever going to slide in a week, it's probably going to be the week that you play the Brewers anyway. So I, I don't want to put too much into it, but, I think the conversation becomes more interesting where you say if he does hit 240 for the rest of the last month and Trevor Rogers comes, comes back, back and has a bang a month, it's going to be a good race. I hear you. Ian Anderson came back this week too. And Trevor, Ro- oh, and Trevor Rogers isn't back yet, but he's coming back. Right. Yeah. And I mean, but Ian Anderson threw into the sixth inning this week and his first rehab start back. So. Wait, and it, that was for the big league team, or that was his last yes, rehab ma'am. start? Oh, so he's like back on the twenty-six man yes, roster, man. and he threw six shutty. He threw five and the third shutty. Wow, was yes. he efficient? He was very good. So he could have gone six. It wasn't. Okay. Yeah, it was just so. What happened? And I praised this. There was a video on Instagram that came out that I was praising Snip for when he made the move. There was a runner on first and he threw one pitch to Crawford and it was a wild pitch. And then uh, Belt got to second. So now there's a runner on second. So Snip made the change mid-account wow. to go to Matzik. Yeah, so I thought it was really a good time to do it. Yeah. He would he would maybe, you know, make, let him throw one pitch extra maybe. And he said that in the press conference too. He said, I maybe should have pulled him one pitch earlier, but, you know, we got out of it and we beat – the Bravos beat the best team in the league, yeah. by the way. So the Giants. Anyway, man. we'll get into that. I mean, we have one month left at this point. Can we say that it's Jonathan India's award to lose if he goes out and hits two seventy five with a few homers? 
does it matter if Trevor Rogers and Anderson? I feel like if go? Trevor Rogers yeah, or if, if somebody comes back and absolutely shoves and is yeah, throwing like saying. six or seven shutout every start, but yeah. I feel like they would have to be spectacular. Like you can't have a clunker in there. You can't have a four innings, four runs. Like you would have to shove. So it's a real race. There's no hundred percent. It's a real race. And then the last guy that we haven't talked about is Patrick wisdom. If he has an Adolis Garcia may, is he in the race or no? The problem with him is that he hits like 240, but every hit is a home run. Oh, he's at 25 home runs on the season. Patrick wisdom. I'm saying if he has a crazy September, like Adolis Garcia in may, does he have any chance? I feel like nobody's talking about him. Like, but he's playing on a bad club, but that doesn't mean that he can't have a good season. I no, I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that right. it's going to be a, a steeper hill for him to climb to win rookie of the year because he's buried in it. At the end of the year, the numbers come out. It's like, but he's he can't been on hide. our list for how many weeks? And it, I just feel what's like his war at right now, Maddie? Ian Anderson is at two point seven. Uh, you look at Rogers, Kels. Patrick Wisdom is 2.6. Okay, so he's in the race too. Uh, Trevor Rogers is 3.1. It depends on it depends on how they how much the stock they put in war. Because Ian yeah. Anderson's numbers, looking at traditional numbers, traditional numbers, six and five with a three, three, six, isn't that impressive? Yeah. But he's got a 2.7 war this year. And he started 19 yeah. games. So he's gonna get 25, he's gonna get 25 starts. It's going to be a good race. I mean, you have Dylan Carlson in there who's on our injury report. Uh, he's back right. from his wrist injury. He homered this week. He's kind of been middle of the pack, but Jazz Chisholm, I feel like is kind of slipping, although we do, we love our guy. But Maddie tweeted out Trevor Rogers went with the team to where New York. He got on the team playing in New But the Fish Stripes, they tweeted out that he's back with the Marlins, but he won't pitch until they return to Miami this weekend. But I don't know. The NL, the NL Rookie of the Year race is getting interesting with – the different injuries and the different slides. So that is the NL. I, I, yeah. Do we want to try to predict? I don't think I even want to try to predict. Nope. I just want to watch it and enjoy it. Okay. And then we'll get to our AL rookie of the year race. That is brought to you by baseball today. What is baseball today? You ask, uh, I mentioned it earlier. That is the daily baseball show brought to you by Trevor Plouffe, Trev and Chris Rose. Rosie, it's usually only about 15 minutes long. I kind of love that because every day you can like get your quick headlines and it started up as uh, Instagram live only, but then it got so popular that they were asked numerous times to start posting it as a podcast and on YouTube. Mm -hmm. So now you can check it out on, on our, on our YouTube page, the JM baseball YouTube channel. You can check it out live on Instagram at the Rose rotate or at Rose rotation. It's Chris Rose's show um, or any podcast apps that you use each day, but it's great because it's quick and you get your headlines, your daily headlines from around all of baseball and Trev and Rosie are both freaking great. Um, so you get a player's perspective and then Chris Rose obviously is one of the biggest names in baseball media. Um, so you get it from two great people. So check that out. They gave Casey and I a very sweet shout out today about our engagement. And I appreciated it. Uh... It was very sweet. And then, uh, you know, Trev got sauce to him. Like he, he has some drip to him and, and Casey and I admire the drip. Uh, so it was, Trev was like, Casey's lucky. Kelsey's great. But like, Kelsey is lucky. Like, 
Casey is a good looking dude. He got the flow. He's jacked. And Trev just like went off about how amazing Casey is. And I, I kind of loved it. Well, okay. props to your man. That's good. Yeah, Casey loved it. Um, it so shout out Casey. What up, Casey? Yeah, he, we get, we're doing a dinner tonight with our family. Okay, good. So let's hurry. Um, this is going to be an express pod. Ready? Yes. Okay. So AL Rookie of the Year, Raj, we'll start with Randy Rosarena on the season. Hitting 274, 17 home runs, 58 RBI. Last seven, though, y'all know he had been on that tear that Peter and I, I mean, Peter, you were hyped about it. And so was I. But last seven, he's hitting 167. But you still look at his last 15, hitting 309. Last 30, hitting 345. He was on a tear. But he was our AL rookie of your favorite. So there's Randy at Rosarena. Adolis Garcia. Wow. He's on a little bit of a great tear right now he's in his last seven he's hitting 323 pete with two home runs and six rbi adolis he's hitting 253 on the season with 29 home runs and 77 rbi but i feel like there's been two times two weeks in the last two months that there's been something positive to say about a stretch for him you know yeah i'm with you dang those were our two guys like is there no one else I mean, there's Luis Garcia for the Astros. But he keeps getting banged up a little bit, right? Before last start. Last start was finally one where you could go. Yeah, six and two-thirds scoreless in his last start. Who was that against? The Royals, though. I mean, we love the Royals. Don't don't get us wrong. We are a Royals pod, but he did it against the Royals. You You better pump the brakes there, sister. I know they got a good lineup. This is not the Orioles. And the now. minor leagues. You can, you can <laughs> rip on the, out. you can rip on the Orioles. Okay. Don't rip on my Royals. Okay, Dayton Moore is doing I a good job. I said we love the Royals, but it's his last two starts have been against them. Um, so he went five innings and three runs versus them in the first part. Six and two thirds. <laughs> what just happened? Nothing. So the only other person, I don't even think that you necessarily had him. Uh, that we plan on talking about him, Maddie, but Casey Mize, I mean, last start, six innings, three runs, I think, versus the Twins. I feel like he's kind of slipping just because they were limiting his innings for so long, but he's he is still having a phenomenal year, 359 ERA still. I feel like it's been that forever, but he's having a great year, Casey Mize. How's Andrew Vaughn doing recently? Don't know exactly. I'll look it up, but I just don't feel like he's in the spot to be talked about. Oh, he's hitting. No, he hasn't. He's not doing great right now. Yeah. And then Akil Badu is on our injury report because he returned back from that outfield collision. He was on the seven day concussion list, um, but he's only he's gone one for 14. No walks, five K's, no stolen bases since return, but he's back. So those are kind of the. We were so excited to talk about the rookie of the year races. I think it was last week and this week was kind of like not as fun. Now we'll do our top five prospects. We're only doing five this week. And Peter had all of them uh, because it's been a crazy week for me. And I really wasn't, like I said earlier, able to do too much. So our top five prospects is brought to you by Greg Morris cards. Um, So most companies, you know, they try to sell you something, but Greg Morris cards wants to buy something from you folks. We want to make hard earned money in this economy. They Mm -hmm. want to buy your old sports cards. So if you still have cards from when you were a kid buried in your closet in a shoebox under your bed, like I have my beanie babies in my closet that I'm going to sell for a fortune one day. Yeah. Do you really, you don't want to hand them down to maybe like um, uh, Leilani or something? Yeah, I can definitely do that. 
You don't want to. I thought they were going to be worth a ton of money and they're not. But baseball cards, sports cards right now. Hot in the streets. I had no clue how much they sold for. And hot in the streets. I know. I think Casey got a. Casey got some cards like from his grandpa or something that is that somebody just like randomly gave to him and he was going through them. And one of the cards was worth almost like 200 bucks. And we were like, Hey, that's 200 bucks. We didn't have, it's just a random card. Um, so that's exactly what Greg Morris is wanting to do. He just wants to buy your old sports cards, whether they're ones that you can remember you have or not remember that now turn the old cardboard into cash. What they're buying is any older baseball, basketball, football, football, or hockey card. So anything vintage, which means pre 1980s. And then if there's anything I'm pre 1980s. Yeah, you are. You should sell yourself to them. Maybe not. That's weird. Um, But they will also take modern. They're also taking modern cards too. So especially ones that have been graded by a third party. So to find out more and to sell to Greg Morris, you can go to gregmorriscards.com, fill out the form there. And somebody's going to get back to you on how they can give you cash for your old sports cards. They're all over social media. So you can get more information there. gregmorriscards.com to sell your old sports cards. I think that's phenomenal because yeah. so many people have like random cards just laying around in their house that they're, I have some on my coffee table right now. <laughs> All right. You ready? Top five. Yes. I'm going to get this done in five minutes. Ooh. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Maddie, if you have anything to add, I'm going to look up and you just put your hand up. Okay. Starting off with Nick Prato. Prato? Prato. Part of the Bash Brothers down in Kansas City, AAA. Okay. First baseman, 2017 first rounder. Leaving out Sunday's 0 for 3, since August 19, he raised his AAA average from 242 to 276. Two home run streak in that span, one four-game streak, one three-game streak, total seven home runs, 17 RBIs in 10 games. Wow. Did we pick him on our teams that we made? I think you and me had him. Okay, Peter wants to keep going, but I think we had him. I think I had him, but I lost that by a lot. By the way, the other two members of the Bash Brothers, do you want to have a guess who they are? I'm looking at it so Maddie can guess, but Uh, Maddie will know. I know. Maddie knows, yeah. MJ Melendez and Bobby Witt Jr., dang it. Bobby Witt Jr. and MJ Melendez. Come on down. Kansas City Pub, stir up the storm. Stir up the storm, stir up the storm. The last time you did it, you were like, Kibut Ruiz. If we don't know who he is, he was part of the Jose Agay Gray, Jose Gray trade. Uh, Trey Turner and Max Scherzer. By the way, speaking of Max Scherzer, Max Scherzer faces off against Max Fried on Wednesday night. Max Scherzer has been so good for the Dodgers. Unbelievable. But anyway, moving on. Kibut Ruiz, Triple A with the Washington Nationals, but making his Nets debut. Against Philly and Washington's number one prospect. Wait, is he debuting tonight or tomorrow? Tonight. Tonight. Okay. Yes. Yes. Sick. This week had four home runs in a span of 24 hours. Two on August 24th, two on August 25th, raised his season average from 304 to 310 after eight hits this week. Overall, in 20 Washington AAA games, 24 hits, six doubles, five home runs, 14 RBIs, seven walks. Six strikeouts and a 942 OPS. So welcome to the show, kid. I don't know that you'll ever see AAA again. And he's catching, now I can't say it, Josiah Josiah Gray. Gray. Yes. Wow. That's going to be cool. So That is is really cool. Maybe watch that game and then flick over to the Bravos game against the Dodgers later tonight. 
That's so sick. Which would be really cool. Uh, Nick York, the Red Sox 2020 first rounder and now number four prospect, high A second baseman, got promoted to high A this week after hitting 323 in 76 low A games with 10 home runs and a 913 OPS and only 47 strikeouts. In five high A games this week, he's 10 for 23 with a 435 average, two home runs, three doubles, and a 1.284 OPS. Wow. That's for you, Kels. Do you want me to say that again? 1.284 yeah. OPS. You were the one who told me to say 1284. I know. I don't know how to say it. Can someone let I'm us know, I'm just glad. Please? I'm. If you don't know how to say it, then I'm fine with me not knowing how to say it. Perfect. I just, if it was a common thing, I needed to know. But if nobody knows, okay. then I don't care. Nolan Jones, Cleveland's 2016 second rounder, AAA third baseman, hits in every game this week and in all but one game since August 18th. Wow. Took his average from 225 to 238 just this week with 10 hits, three consecutive multi-hit outings, two home runs, five RBIs, may be blocked by Jose Ramirez, but Jose Ramirez may be seeing himself in another team this offseason. Wait, so he's with the Indians? See. Well, okay, he got hurt today. Did he? No. It says on Twitter, update on the injury. Indians prospect Nolan Jones sustained in the 10th inning yesterday for Columbus when sliding into second base. Injury being classified as a left ankle sprain. No timeline no. on how long he will be out. That was seven hours ago. Okay, that should be okay, though. He should be okay. Uh, if it's just a sprain, maybe some ice it off it for a week, and then he'll be back. So for him. shout out to you. Get well soon. Yeah. Nick Gonzalez, the 2020 <clears throat> Pirates first rounder. Pirates, number four prospect. Also top 10 last week, but he's just been balling. So we've got to mention him again. Actually, his best game yet. He went four for seven. Four for seven. How many runs did they score? Like 30? Four for seven with three home runs and eight RBIs. That was yesterday. He had three home runs in one game yesterday? Oh, yeah. Four for seven with three home runs and eight RBIs. Uh, overall, his August numbers, 353 to bring his average up to 298. Eight of this season's 14 home runs. 21 of this season's 40 RBIs. And a 11.17 OPS or a 1.17 OPS. However you prefer to hear that said. Well, Jason Mackey tweeted out, what a month this has been for Nick Gonzalez at high A, has 72 total bases, second most in all of minor league baseball, hitting 411 with a 1.117 OPS, <laughs> 10 doubles, a triple, eight home runs, 21 RBI, has three four-hit games. Wow. So yeah. he's just like. Doing it. Wow, wow, wow. It, cool. I love that. I love that. Because he was, last week, go back to it, we talked about him. He came from the school or high altitude, whatever, all the Coors effects situation in college. So good to see him getting it done. Great job, Peter. First of all, it took you Thank seven you. minutes, but that was phenomenally done. We did add in a lot of um, communication there. So you would have had it if it weren't for Maddie and I. Shout out, Maddie Mass. Did a good job. Yeah. Maddie Mass put the amazing list together. Great guys, Peter. Good execution. Uh, Maddie put in so much work this week because Peter and I have been busy. Maddie, you're the man. Um, okay. Injuries. We mentioned Trevor Rogers earlier. He's made two rehab starts. He was on the restricted list and two games started. He had, he's gone eight and a third innings, four hits, no runs, three walks, 12 Ks in low A look, but he's also in low A, but he's looking good. And Jake Edder. I saw this on Twitter. He had Tommy John Marlins double A big prospect. Um, he had the best ERA in minors above rookie ball. Maddie said. 177 ERA. 
on the season. Yeah, he has the best ERA. I don't want to say in minor leagues because there's one guy in rookie ball that's better, but he has the Doesn't best count. ERA in baseball. Second fun fact is Max Meyer. And then the fish, the pitch. God, both of them have an under two ERA. The next person's like a two eight or something. There's a huge gap. Wow. Akil Badu, we talked about, he came back from the concussion IL. He hasn't been doing well, but he'll get back to it. Dylan Carlson back from the wrist injury, which is great news for the Cardinals. Um, he homered this week. Yes, sir. Quick story. Okay. Okay. I know what it's like to suddenly struggle, right? I'm going to get real deep. Yeah. I used to hit, I used to hit back in Australia and we went to back-to-back tournaments in South Australia and Queensland. And I went like 10 for 15 in one week and then maybe seven for 12 the next week, just hitting the ball everywhere, right? Home runs everywhere. Then Christmas period came and I had my glasses on a seat and I was diving in the pool and somebody sat on my glasses. And ever since that point, I wasn't able to see as good as I was seeing the ball before. And it was all because my glasses were so crooked and I didn't have time to go get new glasses. Oh, So I had to try and fix my glasses and I couldn't hit for, for so I know what it's like. I know what that feels like. I know what it feels like struggle. He'll be back. Yeah. He'll be back. back. Are you talking about Kilbadu being back? I am. Okay. Yeah. I'm actually talking about myself. So you can cut that out if you want, man. No, we love it. I got more stories. Um, so this one time, no, go ahead. We haven't got time. Express pop. Ready? We talked about Ian Anderson. Um, the only other guy, Julian Merriweather, who we talked about, Blue Jays, closure at the beginning of the year. Um, yeah. He's still rehabbing. He's still looking pretty good. So it'll be interesting to see if he gets back up with the Blue Jays because he was so good early in the year. I told my parents they can come back early so everybody could kind of meet them. And uh, we'll do Aussie Lingo. Yeah, no, they can be part of they can be part of Aussie Lingo. They can have a guess as well. Yeah, well, you guys come over here, and one of y'all come over here. We're doing Aussie lingo. Okay. And y'all get a guess what you think Aussie lingo here, Daddy, is. You go here. I'll go there. Go there. Hey, y'all. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hi. My parents are down. <laughs> oh, this is so awesome. Oh, look at Mr. Wink. Woo. Man, that, <laughs> okay. Aussie that lingo. is a stash for the ages, by the way. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Thank you. Aussie lingo. Let's hear it. You ready? Yeah. Bludger. 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 Oh, bludger. A cut. mistake. It's a cut. A cut. Mistake. A dog. <laughs> I'm going with a dodgeball. A dog. It's a lazy person. Ah. Oh. What did I say? Shouldn't you know that? I said a cut. You said a mistake. Oh. oh. <laughs> Shouldn't you know what you just said? You just you just relied on I have the memory of a goldfish. <laughs> you just relied on four other people to tell you what you had just said, not seven seconds earlier. Thank you, Peter. Thank you. For You're that. welcome. Okay, there you have it. Lazy person. You want to sh- you want to shout us off with your parents in there? Yeah. Okay. What? We're saying bye now. Oh. We're saying bye for the episode. Okay. So thanks for watching. We'll see you guys next Wednesday. Thanks for dealing with our express pod. Both of us had crazy weeks. I'm engaged. <laughs> yes, you are. Yay. I'm still married. I'm still married, even though I don't. I'm...
We'll draw love it my wife. Shout out Mandy. We love Mandy singing at the wedding. Duets. All right. Duet, let satisfy me. Uh. Duet. Ready? Bye, everyone. John Farm often. See y'all next week. <laughs>